Hey there, lovely souls. I'm your host, Allison Toth, and I want to give you a warm welcome to Wishing You Wellness, the podcast where mental health meets spirituality. When it comes to rock bottom, I've been there more than once, and I know what it's like to wake up daily to mental health struggles. On this podcast, I share insight and stories to help motivate and inspire you and to help you feel less alone in this. In Wishing You Wellness, we talk inner child healing, mindset shifts, radical self-love, the art of intentional living, and so much more. Think of me as your mental wellness bestie. If you're ready to step into your power and change your life, just hit play. you guys welcome back to another week of wishing you wellness i am so excited to see you and i am super super excited because today i am bringing on somebody who actually has been like in my circle and a part of the wishing you wellness community since i started the podcast i think you were one of the first people that i connected with on instagram like i saw we had things in common and i was like oh, this girl looks like such a fucking queen. I have to interview her one day. And so we built our friendship. We've had a cute little virtual friendship. We've sent each other postcards. And now today I finally have her here with me in the recording studio. So hello, Christina. Um, I'm gonna do a quick tiny intro, but then I'm gonna toss it to you for the rest of your intro because I love when people can just like come and take up space and like share Mm -hmm. their story. So Christina is a psych, wait, I don't wanna mess up your, coaching title actually so can you give me oh it's all good yeah I've been saying period coach now it's just kind of um yeah cycle tracking period coach and just in general uh women empowerment amazing yeah she's like women's health and women's empowerment she helps you track your cycles and live through your cycles and she's also kind of the expert on natural things like cacao and elixirs I'm bought a passion flower elixir from her a while Mm. ago and I still have like a tiny little drop left that I've been saving for a rainy day because I think it is so lovely and I love the holistic route so Christina Mm. I would love for you to share with my followers a little bit about who you are what you do what you love and just whatever you feel called to bring up yes oh my gosh I'm so glad to be here this has been a little a little bit in the making and I'm just so happy it's happening right now and yeah so my name is Christina I I um, live on the big island right now, taking a break in Boulder, Colorado, which has been super fun. Um, I started my coaching business about a year ago and yeah, I've been really supporting women to um, come off of birth control and track their cycle naturally instead. And that has been so fulfilling and so rewarding, really focusing on eliminating pain, eliminating PMS, and just in general, getting to that point where Every client I'm working with is having a happy, healthy period every single time. And also, like you said, really aligning our inner seasons in with our life. So also with, in particular with business owners, but just in general, the concept of cyclical living um, has been really, really powerful for me. And recently I've also just been diving deeper into what it means to have an activated and healed sacral chakra and all that that includes, which is our sexual energy, sensual, creative energy, and how to really direct that in a very empowered, embodied, and integrated way. So it's, yeah, I've recently been feeling like super alive, super on fire um, with what I'm sharing about. And I also work for a cacao company, which we'll talk about. Um, they're called Kokoleka Collective, based out of Hawaii. And I just love cacao so much. It's been absolutely beautiful. I've had so many uh, mentors and guides in my life who are, have worked with the medicine for so long. And so I just feel like a, a humble student, just, you know, like really learning and just putting in the the time with the, with cacao and just actually having it be such a big part of my life. And I include it within my coaching, which is really cool because I kind of give every woman I work with uh, the option once we start with it at the beginning, whether they want to keep including it. And a lot of times they do. And it's just so beautiful to watch all of it. It's just like, you know, all my passions and things like really coming together. And I love that as a person who sometimes feels all over the place, that it feels really good to be able to like have this succinct um, thing that I'm doing and what I'm creating for for and with women. So it's been absolutely incredible. And yeah, thank you so much. Beautiful. So beautiful. What's your human design? Manifesting generator. I was going to say that. I was like, oh my gosh, you were such a manifesting generator, like talking about all your different passions and outlets. Yes. It's a lot sometimes. And I, I really, for a while actually was very like, I don't know, maybe just worried, like, will I ever find what I want to do? 
or these feel so random and I've just really learned and am practicing constantly to listen to my body and listen to the yes that comes from the excitement when I hear something and just trusting that. And even when other people might question me or, you know, be like, that feels random. Why would you do that? It's like, no, I really want to do this. And I mean, looking back, it really all has kind of come to this point where I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Just trust my intuition and trust my body. And that's kind of like the core and foundation of all of the work that I'm doing is just like tune into your body and listen to it. Incredible. Yeah. And you guys, I've done one call with Christina, one 90 minute call and you have completely changed my fucking life. I rave about Mm. you all the time because in that one call, it was like I had a spiritual awakening to my period. I was one Mm. of those girls who was so far from understanding my cycle or what it meant. Like all I knew is that every single month came around and I wasn't tracking my cycle and every single month I would panic that I was pregnant, make myself stressed out and anxious, get physically sick and then it would push my period back because of the stress. And so this was like a never ending cycle of me being scared I was pregnant, me being like stressed out, me not feeling well. And then Christina taught me about tracking my cycle and just like literally the the most simple thing you teach I think is just like the basic tracking your cycle and it has completely changed everything for me because now I can look and be like okay I'm ovulating and normally when I'm ovulating I get cramps and I feel like this or I have like higher energy and I can Mm -hmm. like plan my day and my life around that and so I would love for you to share with my listeners a little bit about the inner seasons and like Mm -hmm. what that means and what those each look like. Yeah. And I, I just think it's so cool that that's honestly the, I think the beauty of this, of this work in particular, like cyclical living, you can go super deep with it and work together with me, you know, for a really long time, but you can also just hear the basic concepts and make so many shifts. So I'm just really proud that that happened for you. And that's what has like really created transformation for you. And yeah, so very basically the four inner seasons mirror the same seasons as the earth. So winter is when we are bleeding Um, Then we move into our inner spring. Typically, we have a little more energy. Like we really might notice uh, that shift of like, okay, I'm back. I feel really good. I'm I'm here. I have a lot of energy. Creative energy might be coming back online. And in general, it's kind of more like the the masculine go energy. And, And that is continuing into the summer, which is when we are ovulating. So I really like to think about that time as they're kind of both. There's many times we're the most powerful, but it feels like when we're ovulating, we just feel really confident. We're magnetic. We just feel really turned on by ourselves, by life. Um, and again, it's not the same for everyone. Like everyone can have their own patterns. And that's why I recommend doing your own personal tracking so you can see what your patterns are. Um, and then after summer, going into inner um, fall or autumn. And that is also the time that gets a big uh, focus because it's, you know, our PMS time when we're usually um, like the stereotypical, uh, like bitchy, angry, frustrated, irritable, mood swings, all those things. Whether we are ourselves saying that or other people are saying that to us, I think it's a really important uh, kind of mindset to shift around that. And then back into winter, back when you bleed again and winter really being a time to turn inwards and slow down and rest. And I think that's one of the big, that's like the first place for me to start is just when you bleed, are you slowing down? Are you consciously, you know, saying no to those obligations that other people might have of you or social gatherings or just any expectations that feel really hard to meet? It's like the more resistance you have, you're going to make yourself feel even worse and bring about more, you know, cramping or pain, anything that you're experiencing usually will get worse if you push it. So it's really about balancing the push and the rest and how to actually just get into your own rhythm that makes you equally as productive as any man. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say even more because very connected to your creative power. But uh, yeah, that's a little basic overview. Oh, I love that so much. I got chills when you were talking about it because like before I literally saw my period as something so disconnected from me and so detached from me and just so not a part of me. And now that I'm like living within my seasons, I don't know why, but like freezing it like that and like seeing in that point of view has been so transformative for me. Just realizing like, okay, this is a time to rest and that's okay because it's going to come back around and my productivity is going to come back. My energy is going to come back. And so like I am safe to rest. I am safe to take some time, say no to things like you were saying, choose myself, Mm -hmm. stay in, listen to my body and Mm -hmm. my relationship with my period has really been transforming the way that I communicate with myself. I've gotten a lot better Mm. at like checking in like, Hey, how do you feel? 
or like, hey, what can we take off of our plate during our cycle to kind of just lighten the load and step back? Or like, what do we need to eat this week? Like, it was the catalyst for so much awareness in the rest of my body, I feel like. Oh, I love that so much. And it's exactly what I was going to say next. I was going to say that this really, it's like, this has kind of been coming to me recently. It's like the only way for us to actually live the the practice of self-love is through cyclical living, because you have to be so kind to yourself. Like we're so, I've heard this so many times. And actually this is how I even got into this because I was on other, I was in, you know, group coaching containers just as a student in the container and um, just noticing women would be like, oh, I feel so horrible. Like I just am doing horrible. Last week I was doing great. This week I'm doing horrible. And I would just ask them like, well, what cycle day are you on? And of course, if we're like figuring it out, it's like, okay, of course you're not going to be the same as last week. You're not meant to. And it really changes that inner narrative, that inner like dialogue of like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not this, like that negative self-talk. It really gives you this kind of distance from that voice because you know, this is normal. And this is how it's actually supposed to be. And the way we were raised and the way society runs is not actually in alignment with our biological needs. So yeah, I love that you said that self-love, the inner voice is just like, it's, it's confidence to me, honestly. Totally. I feel like there's so many things that are normalized that are not good for like our body. And I think that the biggest one for me, at least is the 40 hour work week and the Uh like expectation of you to want to exceed that. Because I remember back when I was working 56 hour weeks, I was really telling myself like, this is normal. This is normal. Everybody has to do this to make ends. Absolutely. Same. And then I got back home and now I'm making like better money working less. And I'm like, what a bullshit narrative. Like (laughs) what a corporate based mindset. Like totally. Insane. Yeah, I, I literally went through the same thing. Like right after I graduated college, I actually had two jobs and was working seven days a week for months. And it was fine because at the time I was like, this is so fun. And they were different jobs and whatever. But the fact is, I felt like I was doing a good job. Like I thought I was like doing a good thing. And even my parents like reinforcing that like, good job, Christina, you're trying so hard, you're doing it. And it's like, I'm underpaid, overworked, and I'm not really doing anything that's fulfilling. And I've come to the conclusion of like, wait, we can literally create our own abundance and income in so many ways. Why would I go somewhere and do something for a forced number of hours? Like, it just doesn't make sense anymore. And I'm just so about opening that opportunity for people to create that within their own life. 10,000%. And I think Mm -hmm. that too, like, we don't really think about this, but the long-term effects of burnout are so real. Like I've, I've told the story frequently on the podcast, but when I moved back from Death Valley, California, like I was having all kinds of thyroid issues. Like the doctors Mm -hmm. were really concerned. They didn't know why I was so sick. And once I came back and went through my outpatient program and got back on meds, I was fine. And not to say like the meds were like the issue, but like my mental health had gone. Mm -hmm. And once your mental health goes, your physical health is right behind it. And like, I always try to stress that to people. Like if you're not taking care of one, the other will suffer. They kind of work in tandem, physical and mental. Completely. And yeah, that's been the other biggest thing. Actually, speaking of even mental health, like one of the biggest pieces too, that I really like love to tell people because they get so scared about it is the fact that especially in that inner fall, that time before your period, there are specific types of PMS related to anxiety and depression. And so it's so important that women know that so that if they're experiencing that, it doesn't create like that spiral where you stay stuck in that. It's like, okay, this is my hormones being imbalanced. I'm okay. Like, again, it creates a little bit of the distance from it where you don't identify so closely with it. And then of course, if that's happening, it's a great opportunity of like, okay, I'm I like, I'm going to balance my hormones. I'm going to figure out how to do this and put in a little bit of energy towards that. And I just really think that that's why all of this is so important. It's just like, it really is tied to mental health and the way that we talk to ourselves and the way that we understand what we're supposed to be doing in the world. Yeah. Oh, totally. And something else that you talk on a lot that I really, really love, and this is a little bit of an off topic one, but you always talk about like this idea of just having casual conversations about period, like taking (laughs) weirdness out of it, taking the awkwardness out of it. And like, I never really thought so deep into how embedded it is in society that like, this is a weird and a taboo thing until I tried to openly talk about my cycle to people and people's Mm. eyes got big and people got uncomfy and people like looked around and like whispered. And I was like, what in the fuck is going on? Like, is it really a secret that we bleed? Right. 
And it's crazy because you're right. It's like it's it happened. Every single woman is bleeding. Every single person on the earth comes from a woman who's cycling. And honestly, I really think about that. Like think about anything. Like the more you talk to someone, receive reflections, feedback, the more you receive support. And honestly, it just makes things clearer to people. Like it's like, hey, I can't come because I'm bleeding or I'm about to bleed. So I can't come. It's just the truth. Like at the end of the day, it's like it's just transparent. It's not like I'm giving like specific details that is like intentionally you know quote-unquote gross which I still don't think that's gross but I do think that there's like you know a place for it of course not every single person needs to know every little detail about my period but even just saying like when I bleed and I also like saying that too like when I say when I bleed because that's what's happening you know even like word period sometimes like I like it there's a lot of words all of it but I don't know I really like saying like when I'm bleeding because that's what happened that I'm bleeding and I feel like it's really important to just you know as we can support each other and you know say like yes do it but it really does take you in that moment being able to know it's not you that is a problem it's just that they have been conditioned to be you know scared about even hearing about it so it's just and people can get used to it and I just really like to hold that vision of like just inviting people into it, depending on how close they are in your life, especially with partners. That's like the number one partners and best friends. I'm like, I really just, that's yeah. a great place to start. You got to know what day of my cycle on. So it makes sense why I'm like, yes, and it, it's, of ideas. it's completely true too, because honestly, I've seen, I've experienced this so many times too. Like when, as soon as, you know, and especially in partnership, a lot of times the, the, partner will almost mirror what we're going through it's like if you're in close proximity they can like feel sometimes the same thing and so it's so important to know that and to avoid deep conversations about something that's really important and like I've really I've actually like read books where they say like it's a great idea in partnership in that time to literally have like a sheet of paper that you write like talk about this and it's just completely tabled and I'm like, no one does that. Like, no one actually does that. We all let our emotions get all crazy and get in arguments. And I'm just like, I really want to practice that. I really want to solidify what does it actually mean to honor the different seasons in order to create less conflict? Because I do not want conflict. I want ease and harmony. Yeah, totally. And I don't know. I've My experience has always been with, like, male bosses. And I don't want to mm. generalize because this can totally happen from a female boss. But, like, in the past, I've had some male bosses who literally I would say something about my period and they're like, ugh. Or they're like, call it that time of the month. And I'm like, first of all, I hate that time of the month. Why are we being so cryptic about something right. that's not cryptic at all? Like, why are we tiptoeing? But we're so open about sex and about right. bowel movements. Like, a man will walk in and tell me he just took a fat shit, but I'm not allowed to say I need to go grab tampons because I'm bleeding right. my vagina. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> you know? So, and so, so true. I also want to dive into cacao because a lot of my listeners heard my fabulous episode with Dari. We talked a little bit yeah, about I love Dari. Oh, she gets from you, doesn't she? Yes, she actually is. Um, she, yeah, she's very close with Coco Leca and uh, the co-founders. And yeah, has definitely been. She's kind of like a part of the fam. Oh, I love that so much. So I would love for you to share your kind of experience with cacao, what you love mm-hmm. about it. And then if you have any questions for me about my experience at Fruition, yes. I'm so happy to answer those. 100%. I was just going to say that. I was like, actually, I have a question for you. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, I started, I was introduced to cacao, ceremonial cacao, when I first moved to Big Island, Hawaii, last February. Um, wait, like last, last, last year. Um, and so, yeah, it was really incredible. I landed at this farm where now my two best friends, Kevin and Soul, um, introduced that to me. And it was a part of our community. It was every week we had, we called them heart shares and we would drink cacao together, set intentions, have a little meditation, visualization, and then have time to share just about what's going on in life. And it was one of those, you know, it was just a really beautiful community building activity, just like a space for us to talk, but not really like respond to each other, just have a, a space to share. And so that was really incredible to just see actually like, wow, this is really powerful. It makes the potency of even sharing really intense at times but also just can feel safe and comforting too so that was kind of like my initial experience and I just honestly ever since then have not stopped and I really enjoy it because you know when you learn about you know chocolate is one thing and it's coming from the same raw product which is cacao but processed chocolate like in a chocolate bar 
is processed at really high temperatures. And so a lot of the nutrients that are actually in raw cacao are burned off. And then there are also different varieties of cacao. So the variety that, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, commercial chocolate companies are using is bred and selected for high yield and less focused on like the aromatic qualities. And ceremonial cacao is a specific variety that is, it's in the, in the whole like percentage wise, it's like less than 10% of cacao in the world is Criollo, which is what ceremonial cacao is. And it's coming from places where it is has been cared for for centuries and millennia. It's from uh, Mexico and Guatemala, uh, places where people are actually, you know, holding that. And it's actually on the same um, level. It's a power plant. It's the same kind of work as even something like ayahuasca. It's very, there are people who are truly and of course, they don't really call themselves shamans, but they are within, you know, that medicine work, doing work like literally on the astral field and working with tobacco and other plant medicines and just really opened my eyes of like, wow, something can something so gentle and non like psychoactive in the same ways that you think as other, you know, when you think of like psychedelics or plant medicine, something that you can do as a daily ritual how can, you know, it's like so gentle, it can do it daily. And it's so powerful. It's just like, how is this a thing? It's like such a beautiful um, medicine to work with. And it's, it really is, you know, it actually contains something called theobromine. And it's, it's called the food of the gods. It's really, it's a rich food and superfood. And also I love with it with cycles because or cycling people because the nutrients that are in it, magnesium and calcium, um, bunch, so many other things, there's over 700 compounds. Um, but they, it's so good for our bodies when we're bleeding and before we bleed. And I just think as for anyone, it's just a really, really powerful tool. And I'm trying to think there's like, I'm always like hitting like this, the, the big spots of what to share about cacao, but it's been just such a beautiful journey of, you know, really learning to slow down, create this morning ritual that feels a lot more supportive for my body than coffee. And having that space for meditation and visualization and just connecting to something that has this, this you know, ancestral um, lineage that is not necessarily in my blood, but it feels very um, resonant. It's like really just feels connected to people who care about the earth, who have this kind of really just spiritual energy, people who care about other people I don't know it's just a different energy it's something that I've I've has given me so much more meaning and I feel like I didn't really grow up with that yeah. so it's been really powerful and I'm excited to just keep on going and see what happens and I'm actually potentially going to Guatemala in March with the company that I'm working with still like fine-tuning that um Dude. and actually I think Dari's going but yeah there's just uh it's it's really cool to just like see and work with the idea of plant medicine and what does that actually mean to go to the lands and understand where it comes from and actually deepen my relationship with it, you know, in the world where we're kind of like, okay, I want to, I want to teach that. I want to learn it. And just like going so fast. It's like, I really want to take my time. Yeah. Do it right. What I think is so incredible about you is your passion. Every single time that you talk, I feel so pulled in and so like captivated mm. like, tell me more. What's next? <laughs> You're such a, like, what is the word? Like a, like a vessel for energy mm-hmm. and for spirituality and just like oozes out of you. And I love it. Oozes is a great word. Thank <laughs> I love you it. so much. Yeah. It feels so good to just like, and it's been nice too. That's what I feel like the more in alignment I get with what I really enjoy and like what I'm meant to do here, it just gets easier to just show up kind of, you know, it's not so it's not work anymore. And I think that, yeah, that happens through time and it's really yeah. exciting. Amen. Totally. So yeah. do you have any cacao questions for me on my experience? Yes. I would love to hear about your experience. I know that you were, um, I know you had um, gotten some cacao, but I didn't know if you had it yet or you were waiting until after fruition. And I just heard from so many people and honestly, literally so many people specifically messaged me, Christina, I know you've been saying cacao for all this time and I just had it and now I get it and I'm gonna have it more now and I'm just like thank you oh my so gosh glad you all that was had all that. the fruition girls <laughs> literally I'm not kidding I've gotten I got so many messages I love that we're such a community that like one of us holds a retreat and then like and then all everyone <laughs> I know I've actually been really realizing like it's that's what it is like it's really powerful when someone follows me sometimes I look and I'm like whoa we know a lot of the same people and it's really cool to actually have 
built that. Like and all of us are doing that. Like literally really, yeah. Right. It's super cool. Oh, I love that. So I'll tell you a bit about my experience. I have had it once at home alone, and then of course at fruition. So I'll talk about fruition first because that one was like really incredible. We gathered yeah. in like this big circle, and Kalani led us through some like breath work we had some visualizations and then at the end we literally just got up and it was like ecstatic dance we were dancing mm. to like Beyonce or something and I could just feel my heart was like cracked wide open like my heart chakra was boo, just like letting uh-huh. out so much love so much energy and I kept like telling people I was like I just love you like I don't think I tell people that enough. I just love you. And it's like, it's funny because cacao is in no way a psychedelic. I wasn't tripping, but I was just so emotionally there. And sometimes yeah. I tend to tune out and it gave me that ability to kind of let my walls down. And there was this really mm. beautiful um, activity we did where we sat with a partner and we like stared into their eyes for three minutes. Mm. And it was basically this like intimacy exercise where we would sit there. And at first we were all giggling and stuff. And Kalani was like, Try not to fill the silence because we giggle and we do that stuff because we're uncomfortable. But try to sit here and be intimate with this person that you are just getting to know and, like, see what happens. And so, like, we did that. And by the end of my three minutes, I was like, whoa, I have seen into – I was looking at my girl Lexi's eyes. I have seen into her soul. I was like, this is such a beautiful human. All of these girls around me are such beautiful humans. And when we stop and when we, like, give ourselves that space and that freedom to be emotionally open and vulnerable – it's so much better. Life is so much better. And I think that that's what I love the most about cacao is it just like let my heart come back open. And sometimes it gets really, really shut and closed. And so I really, really enjoyed that. And I noticed that when I did it alone, um, I had an equally great time, but it was way more introspective. Like I kind of went into myself and was like, hmm, Allison, why do you love yourself? Let's get into that. Like, why do you love Mm. yourself? Let's get into all of the reasons. And I remember that day I had journaled and it's like three back-to-back pages that are just full of reasons Mm. I love myself and reasons why I'm so glad I decided to heal myself and reasons why Mm. I'm glad I accepted my diagnosis and my, like everything. I'm literally getting like goosebumps on my body. It's so good. Came together. And yeah, I... I was unsure about how to feel about cacao in the beginning because I was like, okay, so it's not a psychedelic. What exactly is it going to do for me? Like, what is it? And I think that the mindset shift that I had is like, it's not going to do anything for me, right? It's going to allow me Mm -hmm. to do for myself. Yeah. And there's actually a proverb that says cacao will basically take you to the door of anything that you desire, but you have to step through. So it's very different. And I think that really just exemplifies the, the gentleness of it. It's like, it's something that can be used in so many ways. Like you said, it just really cracks you open. It makes you more like, I truly feel, you know, when you think about just we are energetic beings, our energetic body, I just feel like more expansive, more open. I feel more able to access like the tender parts of me that maybe all often, I also really don't like to do that. Um, And I think that that exercise you guys did is so beautiful, like creating that um, really intimate moment. And it's something that can be combined with Um, you know, before going to any kind of dance or like song circle or even in like your solo creative flow or, you know, really anything. It's all about the intention and all about like, really, what do you want that medicine to support you with? Like, what are you asking of it? And how can you like really bring that energy and tune to a specific frequency that you want to? And how can, you know, just the awareness, like you're saying. I like that you said that you do it like as a coffee replacement. And I'm like, that could uh-huh. be amazing for me because I don't know if I've told you this, but I can't have caffeine because of like, I have some heart issues and then I have panic yeah. disorder. And so anytime I have caffeine, even like 30 milligrams, I feel like I'm going to die. And that's been such a frustrating block for me because mm-hmm. I'm a mid 20 entrepreneur and crisis worker. So I need a lot of energy and I look around yeah. and everyone is drinking monsters and drinking energy drinks and drinking caffeine and coffee and I get a little bit angry sometimes a little mad at the world mm. I'm like why can't I have that substance that's going to give me energy that everybody else gets and so I'm very interested in exploring maybe cacao is a morning alternative a hundred percent and that's honestly like it's so funny of course there's all these different reasons to love cacao there's the more spiritual side there's the actual fact of where it comes from that the, the history and is so important and never, never will I discount that. But 
the coffee alternative is such a great way to kind of get your foot in the door with it because the caffeine content in ceremonial grade cacao is so low compared to other like chocolates. And I think that is really powerful. And I literally have had people recently who've gotten more um, like having it within their daily routine, literally voice messaging me, telling me like, wow, I felt so good the whole day. Like I didn't need, like, it wasn't like I was just like re-upping on energy all day. And I really feel like honestly learning how to, or not even learning, but getting to experience cacao in the beginning of your day. And then even later in the day, being able to call on, you know, like a three minute really activating breath work to like wake yourself back up, like just really finding those natural ways to make sure that we're awake, you know, and also make sure that we're not pushing ourselves past a time when we are done. <laughs> you know, like if you started working at eight, you do not need to be working past four. Like it's just, you know, whatever it is, it's like really just learning. Like we don't need that much energy anyways. Like it's such That's a, a conditioned thing to just want coffee all day. You know, it's wow, like, it's, it's an addiction. Mindset. Oh my gosh. Because I'd never yeah. considered like, if you're drinking coffee in the afternoon, like, why aren't you taking a break? You know, like exactly. what, almost like we use that as our excuse. Like I'm going to have more coffee so I can get more energy done, but we're ignoring our body's natural cues and right. natural like yells for help because we're like, no, 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 I want to be more productive. So fuck how my body feels and I'm just going to push forward. Right. And that's why, yeah, I'll be excited to hear as you work with cacao a little bit more, just how it, how you feel it affects you, uh, especially within that realm of like lasting energy, because one of the biggest things is it doesn't have that same crash. You know, coffee has that that like afternoon slump. And so another thing too, is like, if someone is like, well, I don't want to give up coffee completely. I want it. I like it. It's like, okay, well maybe let's just have less or like, you know, just like, you know, just really support the body a little bit by not overdoing it. And cacao can be a great supplement if that's what someone is going for. But I really do think that so many people will just love it just exactly as it is. And will you know, slowly not even really want coffee as much. Sometimes I do. It kind of depends, especially actually like in fall time. I'm like, I want pumpkin things. But besides that, it's been so supportive for my body to have cacao. Oh, and you said it's every morning for you, right? Or is it most mornings? Pretty much. Yeah. At this point, pretty much. Yeah, it's a huge part of just my daily routine and life. And one of the cool things is too, you don't need a lot. Like I feel like it's, it's different than even when you think of something like, you know, alcohol, your alcohol tolerance, like the more you, the more you drink it, the more you need to get to that same level. And with cacao, it's not really like that. I think you can tap into like the same, like, just like there is no tolerance like that. So you can have like even less, actually, you can have less cacao than when you first started and still kind of experience the same thing. So I think that, that's fun to play with too, and just see um, how that lands in each person's individual. Yeah. See what's right for you. Oh, I love exactly. it. And so were you working with Coco? How do I say it? Coco Leca. Yeah. So Coco Leca is the Hawaiian word for chocolate. <gasps> okay. So were you working with them when you were living in Hawaii? Yes. So I actually met them in person at my um, friend's because they all know each other from Kauai. So I got to meet them in person. I did a training with the with the company. It was like a five-week online training. And then after that, they posted that they were, you know, hiring someone. And it was just so perfect because I'm like, I love cacao. Like, I will be so good at this. <laughs> Let me like, in. Perfect. And, Let me in. <laughs> yeah. And it's just been, it's been so incredible to also be a part of like a, a truly just uh, such a beautiful small company it's really just exciting in terms of, again, like, of course I love, you know, entrepreneurship working for myself, but this is like, it still feels really good. It feels like a little family that's just so supportive of each other. And we have the same vision and goal. Like we want more people to have cacao. We just want to share this medicine. We just want to be a resource for people. And so when it's yeah, perfectly aligned. Um, so I started when I was out there and I'm still doing that. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's something that will just constantly be part of my life. And yeah, just watch this company grow. I love it. And I would love to hear a little bit maybe about your life in Hawaii. Like what did a typical mm -hmm. day living on Big Island look like? I've been so curious, just like watching your pictures, your videos. I'm like, man, she looks like she's always doing something great and she's always outdoors. Oh, yes. It's so crazy though. Actually, you know, what's funny is like for like the first maybe like half of the time that I was there, I was like, I was so removed from my laptop broke actually for like three months. Like I was just so in, invested and involved in the farm that I was living on. And after that, actually, when I moved off the farm, I was still continuing to do farm work. Um, 
And yeah, it's just interesting to see as soon as I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to do my own business, do coaching definitely keeps me on my laptop a lot more. And I have to be a lot more aware of like, okay, getting outside time and doing things. Um, but yeah, especially too, I've just, I'd always been, you know, juggling different job opportunities and just honestly, I keep very busy. <laughs> so that can be a thing where I'm just, I actually have been having a lot to do. It feels like the last, um, maybe like six months. But uh, yeah, I love some of like the, my favorite things is I just love um, going to farmer's markets. That's just one of my favorite things. I just really recommend that to everyone. And um, even here in Boulder, we've been going and I'm just so impressed by how much is available. I'm like, this is so amazing. Supporting a real human. And it's just such a better experience than the grocery store. And yeah, it's definitely my intention in going back to Big Island and just in the future, just getting back into growing food because it was such a powerful thing for me and really kept me in that constant relationship um, to like tending to something and really taking care of it. And I, yeah, I was really just loved, loved that aspect. Of course, there's uh, going to the beach and just in general, like really like just slow living and, you know, going to events and workshops and Oh my God, the, the community is just extremely powerful and beautiful. Just met so many mentors and guides and just powerhouse women specifically, um, who I'm just like, just so, 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 so blown away. Um, and it's, it's funny though, it's not a place for everyone. Yeah. What'd you say? I said, slow living sounds great. Like the idea of just like living slower, because I don't know, I've lived in cities a lot like I live uh -huh. for a sec and I'm living in St. Louis which is a small city but still a city and there's not really like slow things like traffic is quick like getting right. pace is quick and so I feel like that's the perfect way to describe it and that's kind of what my 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 mind would jump to and I would see your mm -hmm. pictures and videos is like how slowed down and amazing does that mm -hmm. look to just like take it day by day yeah I feel like it's so much calmer for my nervous system and even just like energetically like it's just it's more spacious it's just especially big island other places are different other islands are different but big island it's very um kind of like just there's space in between and i actually don't even have cell service in the like i don't know 15 miles around my house <laughs> so like when i'm or at least the where i moved and i was there for about like five months before i came to boulder um but yeah just like very remote places the the lava is so raw it like really has just shaken up so much of who I am who I thought I was like I'm just a whole new person like if you met me three years ago you would be like what just like it gave me so many things that I had been so deeply craving and it's a very powerful place to be it's a very intense energy it's not um so it's slow, but it can also be intense sometimes. It shows on you. Like it really does radiate through you that like confidence mm -hmm. and that like security and self. And I feel like a lot of that you built while you were there and just like spending time on your needs. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It really felt like the first time I was actually, it was, you know, the beginning of me even going to Big Island started with working with Jane and working in her uh, program sanctuary. It was like her, literally her first one-on-one -on -one client ever. Um, and so funny, cause I had no clue. I thought she was like some seasoned coach. Like I'm like, had no idea. And the program was just so like completely life altering. Like I was just like, wait, what? There's chakras and energy centers. And if I tell you about this traumatic thing that happened to me, I'm going to feel better. Like I just never, like so many things that I was like, wow, I didn't know oh, that that's how it works. Jane is the master of that. So I don't know. I don't think right. I've heard the story on the podcast yet. Maybe I did, but we were doing rooftop yoga with her one morning and she was like, Hey, just a heads up. You guys, this next pose we're going into can kind of be triggering. So like, if you need support, mm. let me know. And I was like, what does that mean? And I like fell into the pose it was like it was kind of like a variation of a happy baby but your legs were a little yeah. bigger. and immediately the tears just started flowing out of mm. me and I was just like sobbing and I was like what is going on like I thought she was like I don't know just saying that to say that but like it's actually triggering me I wonder what's happening and she came and like sent some energy my way some Reiki and then we talked mm. after we got so deep into this conversation about sexual trauma and I was mm. like how did, how did that happen? She was like, well, when we have our legs open like that, our sacral chakra, everything open like that, it's yeah. a very vulnerable space to be in. And that can like pull back those memories or those triggers from the past. And I was like, that is so incredible that the body mm -hmm. just like 
remembers that well. Like the body, I think she said it stores trauma in the hips, at least sexual trauma. Oh, 100%. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I had no idea. And how many women don't know this? And they go to chiropractors and they take pain medication for achy hips that are aching right. because they're unhealed sexual trauma. Correct. Yeah. And that's actually, it's funny too. Like when I first discovered um, doing self internal uh, vulva massage, like actually using my own hands to massage the inside of my yoni. And like, it was the same thing where there was a certain moment where I just like burst out into tears. And it's like, I don't even know exactly why, but it's just like, there's so much stored within the body. What's that one book? Jane? The body keeps score. Yes. Yes. That's what she was talking about. And I'm like, of course it's like, and especially in women, this is why I'm so focused on this and why I feel like I really am excited to be a little bit more broad by just being almost like everything within the sacral because our period is just like one aspect of it, but it's really like everything that is within that center is so determining how women feel often. Like I think me and Jane, we were like, which one's more important, heart or sacral? And I'm like, I don't know. They're both the same, but it's, that's why I like to focus there. Cause I just really feel like it's such an ignored part. And there's so much, just no information available to anyone about any of it completely just not there's no space being held for people to really think about it or work through it and we just have these horrible experiences or even just like semi not good experiences where maybe we just didn't feel totally totally safe and comfortable even that is going to affect you so it's really important to just be so gentle and remember like okay I have the power to unleash and release anything that just doesn't serve me and I can completely rewrite who I am and what has happened to me in order to step into the fully confident, you know, like I know who I am kind of person. Mm, oh my gosh. Oh, I love that stepping straight into that. It's almost like a quantum yeah. leap into like, this is me now. Totally. Yeah. And it's so cool. I'm glad it, it's beautiful that you had that experience yeah. in person yoga too. Cause I'm in her online studio and I was thinking, I'm like, wow, I would love to have an in-person Jane class. Like I in honestly general? never have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's funny though. And now I'm in on, um, since I'm on the mainland, it's easier with the timing. So I really need to get on my, get on it. And I'm really working on getting on the lives, but we'll be it's so tomorrow. funny because it's, I, Oh, tomorrow's Thursday. Yes. I will be there. Okay. I'll see you there. Cause yeah, on big Island, it's like at 4am. And sometimes I would joke with her, like, I'll be there. And I'm like, I'm just kidding. I won't be there. <laughs> You're like, that's really intense. Like, uh, it's so early. Person, but not like that. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> totally. So I want to round out today's interview with some rapid fire, if you're up for that. Love it. Love. Okay. So what was the first investment that you made in yourself and what was it? Jane. <laughs> that oh. was the first investment. It scared the shit out of me. I was like so afraid. It felt so crazy. Oh my gosh. Literally same. That was me with Maddie. And like, literally I remember sending the first payment and I was like, oh, what's going to happen next? And now I'm like, here, take my credit card. Like I want to learn from you so bad. Like it's so yeah. funny our mindsets are just like, once you totally. see what coaching can do for you, you're like, oh my God, of course I'm going to have a coach always. Like, of course. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. So next one, if you could spend a full day doing anything in the world, what would you be doing? Mm, definitely outside. I really, I feel like I'm, I guess even being here in the mountains, it makes making me want like camping or like hiking. Um, that's feeling really exciting right now. But in general, I really feel like I so much enjoy very intentional space too. So less, less of like, like just like hanging out, but I really love to drop into just more intentional time. And like, you know, when I'm at goddess gatherings and things like that, it's like when I feel the most comfortable being around a lot of people. So that's our goddess gathering in the force. Yes, love it. Okay, what is a red flag when you're on a first date? What do they do that you are just like, oh no, that that may not be it. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Red <laughs> flags. Um, I guess it's just like I can, if there's like a, there's just got to be like such a thoughtfulness and like curiosity and attention. Like I really cannot handle when people like, are you know not present with me it's like really hard to drop into space with someone if that's happening so I feel that's a big red flag if there's like so if they're distractions the yeah you're exactly like yeah yeah just anything that's happening that I'm like okay I don't really feel you here I just really like the like genuine curiosity of like who are you and deep questions mm -hmm. and 
just not very surface level, you know, and if getting there faster helps me. So if someone is like super staying in the small talk, I'm like, no, that's not for me. I cannot. Small talk makes me so uncomfortable. I'm just not good. at. I'm so awkward. (laughs) I get so weird. That is weather. The weather is indeed present. Like, (laughs) what do you want me to say? I know. I just like instantly jump into all these more serious things. I'm like, I don't, I can't. And I'm so weird sometimes with people when I like, don't know. And I'm like, oh. I know last night I was having a like kind of casual conversation with somebody and halfway through I was like do you ever think it's weird that like we can only meet each other as much as we've met ourselves and so like Mm -hmm. every single person is meeting a different version of you and the person's like that is weird I was like yeah totally (laughs) yeah you're like having this giant revelation (laughs) I'm like you're just like you're here but like I'm just having this whole thing inside (laughs) All right, so next one. Um, is there anywhere in the world that you haven't lived yet but want to live? Well, I'm really excited to. I really want to travel in um, anywhere in South America. Um, and my best friend's from Mexico, so I really want to go there with her eventually when she gets her um, immigration things figured out. But yeah, that's those are like the, the main places that draw me, I feel like, especially because of cacao um, and just in general. Yeah. May I recommend Peru and Ecuador to you? Because like when people ask me my favorite countries, those are two yeah. first to pop into my mind. Like the people, incredible. The atmosphere, mm. incredible. The culture, incredible. Like it is. Yeah. And I was actually on Ecuador mainland for like three days. I went to the Galapagos in oh. college. So that was awesome. I loved That's... it. I was in ecology major. So it was like, a, it was right up in, you know, how to get my minor or whatever it was um, in ocean ocean science marine science um and so did you go snorkeling or scuba diving snorkeling yeah I actually have never been diving and I've I've I would love to get into it but yeah I just I guess I haven't had the the consistency of like knowing like okay I'm going to commit and be here for this but I really would love to because snorkeling is fantastic and especially in some of those places where it's just like once in a lifetime you know just such beautiful waters and ocean life and yeah that was one of an incredible experience but I would love to travel more mainland uh vibes because it was it was so beautiful it is unreal Odovalo has like these little markets if you go to Odovalo I feel like you would really Mm -hmm. like it because it's just like these big marketplaces and it's just so like magical and I don't know I really I loved in Quito where you go and stand on the equator I thought that was so cool there's like this awesome like you walk down the line and Mm -hmm. somehow you can't keep your balance I guess because of like earth's gravitational pull on the equator and it was just like the craziest shit like you cannot walk the straight line it's not physical. that's amazing i honestly did not know that i was like whoa this is nuts um and it was also so very very hot and very very sunny on the equator obviously <laughs> oh my gosh i got burned one day i was like okay i messed up i had like a red scalp and everyone was like allison you're on the equator why didn't you wear sunscreen and i was like well i'm 18 and dumb still like, and a hat that's what i also learned too because the hairline i'm like I, wow i really didn't know like it was so strong and a lot of course everyone that is living there you know on the boats they're wearing like the full gear and i'm like of course like the sun is so powerful here it's really important so true so true yeah um, what is your go-to snack when you're snacking Ooh, i've been recently just really loving um anything that i can dip like a like a good cracker dipped into some sort of uh like hummus or um i've been actually really enjoying goat cheese too having goat cheese and hummus or the bitchin sauces do you know those Mm-mm. they're so good <laughs> they're so good there's a there's several different flavors but um just yeah anything saucy and dippy and snacky like in that way do I like what guacamole oh I love guacamole that's like I yeah and literally anything I can like dip into stuff I'm like okay yeah <laughs> I found guacamole like literally three years ago pretty recently and over the last year it has become like a staple in my diet I love it's so fresh and good love it and for me like I don't normally enjoy the taste of even semi-healthy things like normally I am so just drawn to like greasy and sugary and so for Mm. me to actually enjoy the flavor of something like fresh guacamole yeah um, all right we're gonna appreciate this shit we're gonna eat all the guac your body loves it (laughs) it's like thank you thank you all right so let's do one more how about Hmm. If your life was a movie, what would the title be? Ooh, <laughs> I feel like it would be The Adventures of a Fertility and Cacao Fairy. <laughs> oh, 
I've actually thought about this before. (laughs) I know. I was like, that flowed way too naturally. Like usually. Yeah, I was like, I've actually thought about that. Well, just because I love the word. I always like the the phrase because because I've supported a lot of cacao um, events and things like I've been called like, oh, the cacao fairy. You're like kind of like helping you know, hold the space. So cacao fairy has already been there. And then I was thinking earlier, I'm like, okay, just like the world of fertility. And then the adventures is just a good movie title. <laughs> so I really have thought about that. Yep. <laughs> I would so be watching that movie on release night. I love yeah, it. People will be like, what could this be about? These are weird things joined together. <laughs> Here comes the fertility fairy. She's going to sprinkle some over yeah. into your bed. <laughs> Yeah, they'd be like, what is going on? Oh, I love it so much. Christina, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and for being flexible with me, accidentally messing 100%. up my link, and for just being so amazing because I really do think that mm-hmm. a lot of women are in a similar place that I was where they just have that disconnect between themselves and their cycle and their inner seasons mm-hmm. and their body in general. And so I think this episode is really going to shed some light on that for a lot of people. And so I'm mm-hmm. so appreciative of you for coming and sharing your message. Um, yes, thank so, you. Yes, and I would love to know, how can my listeners connect with you? How can they reach out? How can they get your cacao? All of that. Yes, so in the DMs on Instagram is the perfect place. Just hop on in there and let me know you're coming from this beautiful podcast. Um, and yeah, right now I've actually been um, filling spots for my one-on-one container called Radiate. And it's been feeling so good. I've been getting, you know, just so many women who are just so aligned with everything I'm talking about. And it just feels absolutely incredible. So I do still have two spots open um, for the next month. And yeah, I feel really, really excited about that. It feels like a, like finally, after all of like this attention and, um, you know, just the evolution of my business, it's at this point, it's like, feels so on fire. I feel like what I've created is actually the representation of who I am, what I know, my whole heart, everything. So that's just, it's feeling super good. So if anyone has any questions, I also love to just jump on free 45 minute calls just to see if we're aligned and even just provide, hear someone's story and provide like, this is what I think, um, you know, here's some like options and resources because obviously there's just so much, well, no information or also misinformation. So I like to just also be a resource for questions. People are always DMing me. Or if you want to tell me when you're on your period, go for it. A lot of people do that. Totally. And then I see where all these people are linked up and I'm like, this is so random and funny and cool. And I love my life because I created this and I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, you manifested every single powerful thing in your life. And I think that's so beautiful. And it goes to show other women, anything is possible for you, especially totally. if you're trusting your intuition and living in alignment. And you're such an amazing example of that. So thank you so much. Thank you for creating this space. Everything you share about it's so like you said, so powerful to watch the whole evolution and your growth. And I'm just so happy. And every single person who is connected to their soul purpose is honestly needs to be doing it. And that's why we're here to yeah. inspire all of that. So more, so more and more people can actually be living that way. If you're listening to this right now, you guys, this is me and Christina telling you to follow your passion and to live yes. your life for you. Like, yes. else. we're only on the space rock for a certain amount of time. So don't waste time. Go do what exactly. you want. Chase exactly. Down. And find support because it's hard to do alone. <laughs> and do not do it all by yourself for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, please don't. There's like way too many people <laughs> ready to support you. <laughs> I know like 20 million (laughs) for real. Thank you guys so much for coming to this episode this week. If you like this episode, feel free to give it a share on your story and tag Christina and I, if you really liked it, please feel free to leave a rating or review. Those help this podcast grow so it can reach more hearts and souls just like yours. I have some really exciting news coming very, very soon. Um, Keep up on Instagram at wishyouwell.podcast and I will see you guys next week. This has been real. This has been wishing you wellness. 